Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and thanks for joining us on Beyond Qualified. I'm your host, Tyler Cornford. In this podcast, we'll take you beyond leadership theories to provide practical insights and actionable steps, ultimately to enhance your influence wherever you find yourself. Today on the podcast, our guest was Brinsley Pierce, and together her and I discussed her Converge talk, Listen, Learn, and Lead. So brought to you by Converge, this is Beyond Qualified. Brinsley, good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the podcast. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. Just ready for Thanksgiving and getting a break. I know, coming up soon. This is our last episode of the season, which is bittersweet. I know. But it's It's been good. Um, So for students who don't know you, you are my sister to RD. Yeah. So RD of the Circle, how long have you been doing that? This is my fourth year as an RD, and I've been on the Circle all four years. Come on. So it's the best place to be. Amen. No, we love the circle. And then some of the icebreaker questions we've been throwing mm-hmm. out to the guest. Who was your role model as a kid and why? Um, I feel like I have a lame answer because it's my parents. And I just, both I parents. genuinely, yeah, both of them cool. equally. I genuinely, like every everything that I am, I feel like comes from what they've taught me. My dad is a pastor and he's mm-hmm. just like proven like, how the Lord is faithful through his life, just watching him make decisions and um, communicate with my mom just has been inspiring. And he's such a good listener. And mm. um, like what this topic is about, I think of my dad. And then with my mom, I think of her, she's just someone that will challenge you to like think of someone else's perspective mm. and listen and be available for people and show up. So both of them combined, I just really love them. Man, that's awesome. So yeah, just to get right into the topic, it's listen, learn, and lead. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess you kind of gave some input in like why you are passionate, just who your parents are. Yeah. Uh, but why do you love this topic? Yeah. Um, I actually just finished my master's in clinical counseling. So I feel like I have a master's in listening. Um, <laughs> that's pretty much all that it is to be a counselor. Um, but I think where that came from is growing up, I have three older sisters and I just kind of took on that role of being the listener. Hmm. Um, and I think it just played out through my life and with my friends and it's something I love to do. Okay. Um, and then you mentioned just while we were talking before the recording, uh, the steps of listening. Mm-hmm. I'd love to hear more about that. Okay. Um, well, yeah, I talked about this in our workshop um, in our Converge talk, but um, I think we learn how to listen as a kid, mm. and then as we get older, we kind of just forget a little bit. Mm. So I went over the fact that we need to, one, listen with our body, make eye contact, turn towards the person, mm. um, be aware of your face, not to like look disinterested or distracted or whatever. Mm. Um, and then we talked about using those like minimal encouragers saying like mm-hmm, or tell me more like kind of just allowing the speaker to continue talking um, and then to reflect by saying wow that sounds really hard or wow that's so exciting mm. or I'm so glad that you got to do that just kind of commenting so that they know you're there and listening and then 
also to clarify, ask questions. What did you mean when you said this? Or what was it like to go through that? Um, just allowing them to know you are here and you're listening. Mm. Um, and I think some of the myths we talked about in listening are we can't just, sometimes people think that talking about themselves helps the other person like feel like you're relatable. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that is the case, but we have to be careful that when we're trying to relate, we don't take the conversation and make it about ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, And that would be like saying, oh yeah, I went through the same thing Mm -hmm. and here's my story. It just totally shifted the conversation away. Um, So we have to be aware of that and be able to kind of put our own thoughts aside for a second in Mm -hmm. order to be present and listening. Mm -hmm. And of course you can, you can relate and you can say, yeah, I've been through that or um, something similar, but it's just being cautious of totally hijacking the conversation. Yeah. I honestly think that's one of my faults that I've been trying to work on is coming with my own agenda Mm -hmm. to a conversation and especially looking to the political climate that we have right now. I think that's what we need a lot more of Yeah, people just coming and so would you say it's good to come with like no agenda at all and just be like hey I want to know about you and your ideas I think so I think we also something that people struggle with is while the other person's talking we're thinking of our response yeah we're like okay how am I going to I don't know contribute to this conversation Mm -hmm. or say something super wise or whatever but when we use those basic listening skills we don't even have to say anything. We can mm. just like reflect and ask questions and we don't have to think about the next step. It can just be what it is. Mm. Now that's so great because Converge, they're all, uh, this is a leadership development program. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, I know for me, like if I feel heard and understood by the leaders above me, um, I'm like more equipped and excited to just do my job. Yeah. So if we have leaders that are good listeners, I think that's a great step. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. But that's not all that this Converge Talk was about. So also learning, uh, what would you mm-hmm. say the next step is to go just beyond listening, but learning? Yeah. Um, I think listening can be good, but it doesn't really do anything if we're not learning from it, especially in the in the like environment of an organization or a leadership team. Mm-hmm. Um, if your boss came up to you and asked you, what are your thoughts on the way that it's going or what's going on actually on the halls or whatever that they may be asking you mm-hmm. and you give all this feedback and they're listening and then they don't do anything with it, that can yeah. be pretty frustrating. So on the leadership side, as we are leaders, we have to be willing to actually learn from it and kind of have that attitude and posture of, okay, I'm going to listen and be all in, but then I'm going to think about what this person just said. And sometimes it may mean that you as leader might have more information and it's Hmm. not, doesn't need change, Mm -hmm. or sometimes change does need to happen Mm -hmm. through listening and learning. So it sounds like the learning and the leading kind of fall hand in hand for the leaders because that's like mm-hmm. the action towards what yeah. you found out when you were listening. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so in the abstract for this mm-hmm. uh, Converge talk, as I was reading it, I'll just read it for the podcast listeners. Um, it says, in our culture today, we're being bombarded with the call to listen and learn, but it cannot stop there. In order to be resilient in changing times, we need to be able to listen, learn, and then lead ourselves and others in a way that brings healing and restoration. Um, 
so just to ask you from that abstract, what is an, a practical example where we're told to listen and learn, but it stops there? Yeah. Um, I think what I can mainly think of, of a good example, is in that like organizational organization setting mm-hmm. of um, someone coming to you for feedback, for advice, or just knowledge, and then not seeing any change. Mm-hmm. So I think as the employee, that makes us feel devalued mm-hmm. or not important because we're even sharing our opinions and then not seeing any fruit come from that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's when we can have people listening and learning, but without actually leading through that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that just means communicating, hey, I've heard um, your feedback. Yeah. This is what I did to think about that. And this is why we decided not to change it. Mm-hmm. I think that can even still be more valuing than just ignoring it and not leading mm-hmm. through it. No, that's good. Because I think it would be foolish to just, you hear someone, you understand something, and then you uh, change everything to cater to the, just right. their needs. Like you said, sometimes there's a lot more other things going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is huge for the leader to sit, sit down with the person they're leading be like, hey, I heard you, I understand, but here's why we can't do that. Right. Um, I think that would help the relationship and the respect between those two people. Um, and then... But they still feel heard walking away from that conversation. Yeah. I think sometimes I'll, I will ask my RAs, what do you think could go differently within ORL? Or what do you think mm-hmm. needs to be done on the halls? And sometimes they give me awesome feedback where I'm like, yes, I'll send an email to the office mm-hmm. right now and we'll we'll see what we can do. And sometimes they'll say just random things. And in that moment, I'll have to say, I see where you're coming from, mm-hmm. but let me show you the perspective of the office and why that won't necessarily work out. But if you have other thoughts or whatever, so communicating Mm -hmm. that sometimes it's not the best thing. Yeah. I think helps. Yeah. No, I think it's so cool when we have the converge talk speakers come on and they're like, here's this awesome topic and here's how I've applied it to my life. Um, Are there any other examples? That's a great example you just gave. In my job, I'm, I'm pretty careful to, make myself available as a listener so I want my RAs to know that when they come over for accountability or just need to process something that the purpose of that is for me to be able to listen Mm -hmm. where they can be real they can be be vulnerable Mm -hmm. and I feel like it's important as a leader to share that expectation from the beginning Mm -hmm. that that is a possibility for me to just listen to if that's what you need Mm -hmm. um so one make myself available but two i also ask intentional questions in order to get that information to where i can learn from Mm -hmm. Um, because i think ras could just come up to me and share all their opinions and thoughts Mm -hmm. but sometimes they need to be asked Mm -hmm. Um, and i think we have to ask and be willing to listen in Mm -hmm. return what's the process of finding those intentional questions is it you Mm kind of know what's going on in their life and you feel like this would be a good question to ask or what's the normal process for you there yeah um sometimes in the beginning of the semester i even ask them what would be helpful for me to ask you Mm. um and sometimes their answer is i want you to ask me about how i'm doing reading my bible Mm. or i want you to ask me about me and my boyfriend and our boundaries Mm -hmm. or whatever that might be so i'm i try to keep those in mind Um, but then sometimes I'll just ask like, okay, we're at the end of this semester. What, what is something that went really well? And then where, where do you need to grow for next semester? 
um, and then and then giving that space for me to encourage them or coach them through something mm-hmm. and just listen. That's cool. It's kind of fun having, like for me, all 12 of my RAs are so different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And like it feels like every one-on-one that I have with them, it's just funny how different the dynamic is from mm-hmm. person to person. For sure. Um, have you felt that too with your girls? Oh, yeah. 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 Some, some girls want to come in and just cry (laughs) some girls are like let's go get ice cream or whatever so it's just different so that's another part of being flexible and Mm -hmm. just being willing to I'll listen if you need to just rant for a minute Mm -hmm. or if you need to cry Mm -hmm. whatever yeah just be there why Mm -hmm. it's so good at the start to just know the people that you're leading to Mm -hmm. and then I loved in the abstract as well uh we talked about leading in a way that brings healing and restoration. Uh, so how can we do that? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think a biblical example that comes to mind is um, Jesus at the well with the Samaritan woman, hmm. the woman at the well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I know that that's not like a story of listening, but as I read that story, I just think about Jesus coming in and, and not like pointing fingers but being honest and saying, yeah, I know that you've been with five men and the man you're with now is not your husband. And for her to just say like, I'm a Samaritan woman. Why are you even talking to me? Mm-hmm. For him to just sit at the well with her mm-hmm. um, and be there and actually be present mm-hmm. and show up with someone that might be hard to be around for other people mm-hmm. or whatever that looks like. Mm-hmm. So when I think about listening and leading through to go towards healing and restoration I think about that and I had a professor that used to say sit well at the well with like Mm -hmm. in relation to like working with clients Mm -hmm. but with whoever Um, so sitting well at the well allows us to approach anybody whether they're like us or different than us and just be there Mm -hmm. and be a listener and encourage them and point them to truth um and that comes with humility and um honesty i think yeah Yeah. no that's what i'm hearing and even your answers from the start to even that one there is coming with a humble approach like Mm -hmm. not coming with your own agenda like you're talking about with jesus like him not putting his reputation even to his disciples above being with that woman Mm -hmm. and even saying like hey i know everything that's going on um but I'm still here with you, and I still care about you enough to to sit here and have this conversation. Yeah, yeah. we're not too good to listen to anybody. Mm-hmm. That's super important, especially like I was talking about in kind of the political toxicity that we have now, mm-hmm. but also the cancel culture that we have. Yeah. Um, there's honestly not a lot of grace <laughs> mm-hmm. when we look to our culture and uh, mistakes are made. Um, but yeah, being willing to just be there I think and even associate with someone Mm -hmm. um, because people are more than their mistakes uh, which we definitely see in that story for sure Mm. Brinsley are there any other ways that you um, can think of how you've personally implemented this topic in your life yeah um, I think a step that I am intentional to take in order to be a good listener is really time management which Mm -hmm. I know sounds like doesn't really make any sense but I think when I am able to map out my day and know like, okay, this is going to get done here, this is going to get done there, it leaves room for me to be available to listen without 
feeling stressed and it also helps me from being distracted in the moment Mm -hmm. so I may only have 10 minutes with somebody but those 10 minutes I'm going to be all in Mm -hmm. not thinking about anything else Mm -hmm. not having to check my phone because I'm on top of it otherwise Mm -hmm. and I think those practical steps will allow us to be good listeners Um, because the worst thing is when you're talking to someone and they're like texting or you can just tell that they're just waiting to go to the next thing Mm -hmm. and that doesn't make us feel loved or cared Mm -hmm. for so um yeah the more you have control over your schedule the more it'll allow you to just be present Mm -hmm. and it takes that intentionality too of telling yourself i'm with this person i'm not gonna Mm -hmm. look at my phone i i know i'm good on my calendar yeah and i think because you were telling me at the start of the year that you finished your degree mm-hmm. and you had clients as well as RAs, right? Yes. Um, so balancing all of that and being present with each person throughout, I'm sure uh, this was a lesson you learned through practice. Yeah, hmm. that was listening to like 24 people. <laughs> wow. So you have to be, yeah, present. Yeah. And even if that means that after um, a client or a friend leaves, I know this isn't like ideal for a lot of people but jot down something on your notes on your phone like okay she just said she's taking a test next week um let me follow up about that mm-hmm. to show that you were actually listening and mm-hmm. it's we're human so we were gonna forget mm-hmm. so it's okay to write things down hmm. man that's great and then i always love to tie together the topics into the competencies that we mm-hmm. have for converge and this one is responding to change um so just for mostly the convert students, but also podcast listeners to hear. Yeah. Uh, why is responding to change so important for Christian leaders? Yeah. Um, I think, well, in our Converge talk, we talked about there's so many different types of change. There's mm-hmm. strategic change where you get that feedback and decide, okay, our team, our organization needs to go in a new direction. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes there's inevitable change like a crisis or tragedy or maybe just culture mm-hmm. makes things change. Um, so I think because of that, because change can happen so suddenly or whatever, it goes back to listening and learning that we have to be willing to do that first mm-hmm. before just trying to bulldoze things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think about like a, if a boss were to come in just hired to a new team and just wipe the slate clean mm-hmm. and change everything, although they might be good changes, that doesn't make your people feel heard. Mm-hmm. So we have to, if I were coming into a new organization being the boss, I would sit down with the employees and say, what's it like actually on the ground floor? Mm-hmm. What is the culture of your office? Mm-hmm. What do you see needing to be changed? I would gather that information and then make a decision like we talked about earlier of mm-hmm. sometimes the answer is no and sometimes the answer is change needs mm-hmm. to happen. So I think just leading means listening and learning, but then also communicating Mm -hmm. by saying, hey, we see that things are changing and we don't have the answers yet, but we're working on them. Mm -hmm. Just keeping your people in the loop. Yeah. I think it's important for a lot of people to uh, completely understand that change usually is a very slow process, Mm -hmm. uh, which is hard for like a personality like me to accept, but it's definitely something that I've learned um, because like you said, you can make the right decisions Mm -hmm. um, to move forward and change but uh, if you're forgetting the people that you're changing it for uh, it's going to hurt more than it's going to help 
Right. Hmm. Yeah. And we also talked about leading with the why before the what. So hmm. sometimes um, if change needs to happen, that may not be well received at first. We want to talk about here's why we decided to go in this direction versus saying this is what's happening. Get yeah. on board yeah. or else. Yeah. Um, and I think just including your team members, your um, employees in on that hmm. just I think it's better for team unity yeah. or just attitudes. Mm-hmm. No, I love when my leaders come to me and they start with the why. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, here's the problem. Here's why things are changing. Um, and here's what we're doing to fix that. Because mm-hmm. that just makes me just hop on that train with them and be like, yeah. okay, let's go. We're excited about this. Yeah. And then even passing that down to um, like my RAs too um, and sharing with them the why. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cool how... It starts with the leaders um, like above you and how it can c- kind of trickle down. Yeah. Um, but definitely starting sure. with, would you say, the why before the what. Yeah. I think it's very crucial. Yeah. There's a quote that we used by Craig Rochelle. Okay. And I'm hopefully going to say this right. <laughs> but he says, people will work for a what, but they'll give their lives for a why. Dang. And so like really getting bought in mm. and being on board with whatever decision because you know the why. You might be doing something so mundane, but mm. if you know, okay, this is going to benefit students or mm. this is going to benefit my community, then it makes that mundane task a little bit more worth it or mm. just gives you a different perspective. Mm-hmm. It all starts with listening, mm-hmm. just hearing where they're at. Yeah. Mm. Um, so just to recap, I think just the theme of humility was big throughout this episode mm-hmm. and not coming, like we've said, with your own agenda to the conversations, um, but truly approaching the person um, and listening where they're at, asking mm-hmm. um, intentional questions. And then from there, not just stopping at the listening, uh, but learning and telling them, okay, so this is what I'm hearing you say. Is this accurate? Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, like you said, you make the decision as the leader. Um, of, hey, here's why we can't make that change. Or that's really good insight. I appreciate that. Um, this is the change that we're going to make because of it. I don't know. I just think this, this episode is going to be super good for people to um, just get the, the understanding of the just power of someone feeling heard. Yeah. Um, and then starting with the why before the what as well. Yeah. Just a lot of like great applicable tools to add to the tool belt that we love at Converge. Well, cool. So to you podcast listeners, um, this is the end of the second season. It's been a great one, and we appreciate all the episodes that you've joined us for. Um, We will be back next semester. But in the meantime, our prayer for you guys is to go and put these competencies to work as you're going home. Uh, Maybe even listen to the episodes throughout the break. Uh, But we hope this material challenges and equips you to perform in your sphere of influence with excellence, ultimately to glorify God. So we're signing off on Beyond Qualified.